Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, this is Trisha, the intern. I'm in the purple room. Um, This episode is sponsored by Iron Galaxy. Scream like a school kid with Capsule Force, the intergalactic retro anime multiplayer game now available on PS4 and Steam. Check it out at CapsuleForce.com. Oh, and I'm supposed to do that thing where I lie about the podcast being real. I don't don't know. I, I I think I need you to do the rest, sir. The following podcast is not real and should in no way be considered evidence that there are alternate universes intersecting with your own. That kind of realization would be a disaster for all the many dimensions uh, which don't exist. What I'm saying is the following podcast is not real. But it is really being performed live in Portland, Oregon as part of the XOXO Festival. Hello from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. Hi, I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. Uh, If you've never listened to the podcast before, and I suspect we have many listeners that have never heard this uh, podcast before, here's uh, the quickest explanation of what's going on as I can muster. Uh, about a half a year ago, I fell through a dimensional portal portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal through the portal, I think from the Burger King, and I use that to upload a podcast I record every week here in the Vermilion Minotaur, a tavern that we're in right now in the town of Hogsface in the land of Foon. And I interview uh, adventurers and monsters and creatures every week. And I'm joined every week by my co-hosts, which include my boon companion, Usador. I am Usador, wizard of the 12th realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, 
manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas. The elves know me as Fiang Yalak. Feline Selig. The dwarves know me as Zonenhug Stangis. And I am known throughout the Northeast as Gasmanius Maystar. Oh, and there may be other secret names, names so powerful that you can't go on. You'll never hear them from my lips. Uh, Usador, uh, thank you for being here, as, as you always are. I have a quick question for you. Yes. I, I suspect there might be a number of yes. new listeners who have not heard the podcast before. But for those people who might not have caught your name... What I is- am Usador, <laughs> wizard of the 12th realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas. The elves know me as Fiang Yalak. The dwarves know me as Zonenhuk Stangis. And I am known in the Northeast as Gasmuanius Maystar. And believe me, there are words so magical and mystical that they would delight your very soul to the point of its utter destruction. Usador, I have a question. Do they have heart attacks in Foon? Of course. Of course we have heart attacks. Do you ever fear that like halfway through your name you're just going <laughs> to keel over dead one of these days? It is not a major concern that I have. Because my left arm hurts. I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you, is there like a, a spell like that's like defibrillate? You smell toast? Uh, oh, well, you know what? I'm, I feel like I'm neglecting our other co-host. Our other co-host, Chunt the Talking Badger. I'll tell you what I chunt, what I really, really chunt. Hello, chunt. Hello, chunt. Chunt, please. Yes. Oh, chunt. So when I fell through the dimensional portal behind the Burger King into the magical land of Foon. Uh, Arnold. Yes. Did I, did I already say my name? You did. You said your name twice. Are you, are you sure? I can't, rem- I can't remember anything that's happened in the last few minutes. I don't, I don't think we have time for you There's, to say your name a third look. time. I need you to go on this, dark, this quest with me to, the, to defeat the Dark Lord. Well, only you can save us, and all is depending on you. If you don't save us, then who can? I think it's he's gone into the wizard oh, state. Yeah. I think Usador has gone into the, the very intimate wizard state. It's almost like a wizard nap yeah. this time. He's very comfortable. Don't wake him up. Hey, don't wake him up, because if he wakes up, he's just going to say his name again. But he's, he's, he's borderline sleeping on my shoulder while he does it. It's Let like, him sleep. Pat his back. Burp him. <laughs> do you guys burp you babies on Earth? We do burp babies on Earth, and thank you for bringing that up, because I very much miss my daughter back home, who I have not seen since I've fallen into the land of Foon. If, yeah. you, if you want your towel clean, just leave it on the floor. <laughs> what, what did he say? I, he said something about a, leaving a towel on the floor. I don't know what that is. So, Chunk, you have been one of my best friends since getting here. Okay. You uh, took me in when I didn't know anything about <laughs> That's a, an assumption. That's an assumption? To, to say, to be a friend at someone, uh-huh. I feel like is what you're doing. Like I'm at, at Usador the Blue, hashtag awesome. Uh, that is correct. Uh, I, since I host this podcast every week in the Vermilion Minotaur, uh, I have uh, started to introduce the internet a little bit to Usador and Chunt, and they've taken to it very quickly. Now, the firewall in the Burger King is, is sort what's of... A ri- what's a river of dreams? <laughs> a river of dreams? Yeah, I was on the internet, and I found river of dreams. You are on the wrong part of the internet. 
It it's says you go era, there in the middle of the night. Yeah, it's a late era Billy Joel song. You don't, you don't want to go that late into Billy Joel. Uh, so uh, Usador and Sean have both gotten a little bit addicted to the internet. So I'm, you know, I'm practicing to be a good parent. So I'm only allowing them one hour of screen time a day. Oh, he thinks he can control what we do. But little does he know that Usador has other plans. I think he had a little heart attack just right there. <laughs> oh, we call those strokes. Oh, so you call them strokes. Do you have strokes on Earth? Uh, yes, we have strokes. They're just kind of like a reset. Yeah. Like, if you're, if you're living life too hard, it's just kind of like a reset button. Like, yeah. it's just kind of a... It's like, oh, good. Yeah. I needed that reset. Yeah. No need to worry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't need to talk to an apothecary about that. Yeah. <laughs> to save us all! So uh, one of the great things about us having a little bit of internet access here is uh, for listeners uh, listening to the podcast now, they can email us at magictavern at puppies.supplies. It's a real email address. It, it doesn't sound like it. It's the only thing I could get because of the firewall at the Burger King. Uh, and, and listeners can email us questions about the land of Foon, which we answer uh, in the second half of the podcast. So anyone listening right now uh, on Earth that has like a smart device can email us at magictavern at puppies.supplies and we'll answer any brief one-sentence questions later on in the show. We would promote that you do that right now. <laughs> and if you are brave enough to fight the Burger King in his evil wall of fire, <laughs> then more power to you for this potentate of burgers shall be the next focus of my wrath for as soon as I defeat the dark lord of Foon and save all the women and children of birds who live here in this great and wonderful land, I shall turn my great eye on that Burger King. Yea, he shall no longer live in his velvet ropes of purple and grease. Nay, he shall set aside his scepter of friendship fries, and he shall fear the coming of Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, I'd manipulator of magical I put you maybe in my top, chaos, like top twenty-five of friends. Of Tarkus, me? Devour yeah, like top twenty-five. Chaos. The elves know me as Fianyalak. The dwarves am, know me as Zonin and Luke Stengis. I am Stengis. so worried about and you And I am so right northeast as Gatsmanius Maystar. And believe me, there may be other secret names you do not know yet. Names so powerful that they will destroy your very family back to the beginning of time. Yea, these names have such great, incredible power. Did you hear that? <laughs> Did you hear that? I think you're having a. I think you're having like delusions. Oh no! I, I, I could have sworn it was the birds that brought me into this world. I saw them at the end of a tunnel of white light. That's normal, right? Usador, I feel like you're going to die before this episode is over. Could be. I, Who I probably, knows? I probably put you. I probably put you right at 25. Like you. Like you just. You're on the border of 24, 25. You. So I'm your 25th best friend. I think. Name your 24 best friends. Uh. Well, 25. Arnini Camp. 20, yes. 24 is uh, my friend Pizza Skull. 24. Uh, he's. A, I. I love Pizza Skull. He's a skull that craves pizza. Yeah. Uh, 23 would be this beer. Okay. So you like this beer more than you like me. Is that surprising? No, that's fair. That's fair. 
22 would be uh, Tunic. Tunic? Yeah. Alan Tunic? Uh, no. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Tunic is it's just like... Well, what, uh, what is that? What is Alan Tunic? Yeah, what's Alan Tunic? Uh, he's a great actor. He's in a movie. I don't want to really explain what movies are to you guys. He's in a TV series called Firefly. It takes- a TV series. Uh, there are little boxes of entertainment in my world that people... people ah, watch. yes, we have these here as well. You flip open the box, and a little dancer girl, mechanical in nature, does dance and flit about while a little magical tune is played on a box of gears. It is quite delightful. So you'd really consider me your best friend? Wouldn't, consider, wouldn't your wife be your best friend? Well, my wife, my wife, who I miss very much, is my best friend. But You're saying that like it's... Like, the way you say, I miss her very much, is like you're checking an obligatory box. <laughs> it seems so forced and mechanic. It seems like... When you get married, there are certain things you know that when your, your spouse comes up, you immediately say, I love them, uh-huh. I miss them. Uh-huh. Well, let me ask you this. In front of her, who's your best friend? In front of her? If, if Good question, John. If, if she's in the room, if she's in the room, who's your best friend? If she's in the room, she is my best friend. If she's not there, who's your best friend? Uh, on Earth or here? Here. You, Chunt. Okay. I just, in Foon, that would be called sad. <laughs> For those of you... Do you have sadness on Earth? <laughs> we do. For yeah. those of you who are new, you should know that Arnold came it's through Arnie. the portal. It's, uh, it's Arnold. The, For those of you who... Uh, are you all right? Arnold came through the portal to get away from his family. He's been on the run. No, I, I accidentally fell through a dimensional portal. I have not been able to get back to Earth. Tired I, I of his not... sad and pointless life. Arnold saw his opportunity to get away, and he took it as quickly as possible. I miss my wife very much. The only email address oh, I have is, is magictavern at puppies.supplies. I can only imagine it's going through her spam folder mm. on Earth. She doesn't listen to podcasts. Or I'm sure she hasn't heard this podcast to know what, what's happened to me. All she listens to is Smash Mouth. That's her favorite band. <laughs> if you ever meet my wife, Sarah She Maher, does love say, Smash Mouth. You have told us this. Yes, say you love Smash Mouth. That's all you should ever talk to her about. Why would that be the first thing that I say? Okay, you could say hello. Hello, I am Usador. Why Wizard did you of the do Twelfth that? Realm of Ephesius, Why would you do that? Shadow manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Krakus. The elves know me as Fianyalak, the dwarves know me as Zona and Hookstenges, and I am known in the northeast as Gasmanius Maystar, and there may be other secret names you do not know yet, Sarah Maher. I know that you like Smash Mouth. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so... On this podcast, every week we like to uh, interview adventurers and monsters and people that have just are traveling through the Don't town. Don't look at me Austin. in the eyes while you say this, please. <laughs> Chant, choo-choo. Choo-choo. I just we don't want to be, it's, it seems, I mean, it's my animalistic nature taking over. To be stared in the eyes is you, considered combative. No, oh, really? you are not a monster. You are a, an adorable little badger right now. Did and I as soon you? as you... Make love to some other animal. You'll become that animal, and we'll love that animal just as much. Did I tell you I'm dating someone? Oh, I did no. not know that. I'm dating a, uh, a wolverine. A wolverine? Which is sort of a lateral move, but she's... Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Her name is Anne. Her uh -huh. name is uh, Anne Arbor. And um, she's beautiful. We haven't, uh, we, you know, we haven't done, you know, we've just hung out one or two times. But she's, sure. uh, she's beautiful and she's really nice. Hasn't yet sealed the deal. I mean, obviously, obviously, um, yeah. Well, when are you going to bring this Wolverine around for us to meet? Uh, I, I mean, I've told her all about you, uh -huh. and because of that, she prefers not to be here. <laughs> does that make sense? No. Yes, that, yes absolutely. It's also do, you have, do you have avoidance on Earth? Yes, yeah, we oh, yeah. do. She wants to avoid you. Do you have toxic relationships? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm in one with Junt. Buddy, we're friends. You've been wearing that shirt it's not for six months. It's not just Junt. I never drank before you came here. Really? No, I am lying, but it was effective. It made a point. Look, you guys are my boon companions, and, uh, you know, I, you helped me uh, guide me through the land of Foon, and I would like you to stay here and be my co-host as we interview this week's guest, uh, the scholar, a librarian at the Great Halls of Tarakis. What? Yeah. Oh, no, uh... Well, I should probably, I should probably go. No, 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 stay here. Uh, as, as the scholar, would you please come out? Hello, yes, hello. Yes, let's hear it for the scholar. Hi. Oh, it's so good to be in the Vermilion Minotaur. I rarely get out of the great library of Tarakis. Yeah, I'm so excited to learn more about the great halls of Tarakis. Uh, I know Usador went there. I don't really understand much about it beyond that. I am a champion of the great halls of Tarakis, and I won that title in wizard battle. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, we've got a great library. <laughs> They do have a good library. Many of my magical tomes I've uh, found there that are essential to my, my ever-going, ever never-ending quest to defeat the Dark Lord. Yea, for he doth e'en now look over all of us and doth think his evil thoughts in our direction and wish nothing but destruction and hatred upon all of us. Yea, you must defend yourself and close your heart and your mind to his assuasions. Yes, that dark lord that should destroy us all if we let down our God for even one moment. The most imperative thing of all is that I gather twelve strong men, women, elves, dwarves, trolls, and go on a quest to defeat him and it's relatively easy to get a card there so <laughs> yeah yeah what, what is it like working as a librarian in the great halls of Tarakas? i imagine with all that magical information it must be quite dangerous yes yes oh it is well there's prophecies there uh -huh. prophecies oh yes they've been there for hundreds of years that uh -huh. I, I have to decipher uh -huh. um, we there have... are some prophecies that are there that have, uh, have sort of fallen out of favor? Sure. Uh, you know, there's a prophecy that was really popular maybe 30, 40 years ago. Now there's sort of like an oldies prophecy section. Yes. Yeah. If you're into that sort of thing, yeah. you can listen to it. But it's not like... So you're like, the... I'm enjoying this prophecy kind of ironically now. Yes, exactly. A lot of world-ending ones that ne never came to pass. Yes. Oh, sure. Yes. Sure. yes. Just yeah. have to... Or it's like, oh, I really remember loving this prophecy in college. And right. it's not really a good prophecy, but exactly. I still like reading it. We have, a, we have a team of seers uh -huh. 
um, who do the prophecies. Wow. The, uh, the Sears Roebuck. Uh, they're... Uh-huh. Have, do, you have, the do you have Sears on Earth? Because here it's, you know, the, the Sears are, are pretty powerful, and it's always, um, they, they bring light to knowledge, and we always say, come see the brighter side of Sears. Oh, yes. really? I feel they like do. they would work on the softer side, but maybe the brighter Is side. Is it softer side? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well. No, well. Well, they're not, they're not soft at A all. A lot of differences. They're, they're literally deer. Oh. Yes. Wow. Oh, yes. Yes, they oh, are yes. They're stags. They are three stags uh-huh. that, are, uh, that are linked together by wires, and they're in a pool of goo together. Oh. And um, they, uh, when they think of a prophecy, they whisper it into a jar. Really? Yes. And then uh, the prophecy stays within that jar, and then you can open it up and listen to the prophecy whenever you'd like. Wow. Yes. When I was but a young wizard of 100 years old and was attending the great halls of Tarrakis to expand my wizard prowess, I did sign up for a prophecy plan. I did pay but one piece of gold, and they sent me 12 prophecies. And then, once a month, they sent me a prophecy without me asking. That's where they get you, yes. And charged me 25 gold pieces. Well, you can reject that prophecy if you return yes, your, if your you card know it in it, yes, time. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Uh, but, but most people forget to do it's a that. Scam. <laughs> classic, classic prophecy scam. Speaking of which, Usador, yes. you, you have several overdue books at the library. Ooh. And don't, I, don't ooh. I don't know if this is the appropriate forum, but you always avoid eye contact with me I in will. the great halls. Can I? I don't know if this is awkward. Can I ask what books? He has overdue because oh, I know yeah. I've I've I swung by. I, I mean, I call it the OK Halls of Trakas because it's fine. What? Um, Watch it. What I mean, I know there's like spells, like spells 101, and like yes, casting. Yeah, luckily, I do have a list here. Oh, I'm wearing cargo shorts under this robe, so <laughs> that's I find that handy. Yes, it is. A lot of pockets. Yes, They're good. Monk's cow's not as good for pockets as, as you'd like to think. No, not as much as you'd wish. Uh, so you sort of tell me if you still have any of the following books. Uh, Making It Rain and 49 other weather-based spells you can do at home? Yes, I have that one. I'm sorry. You have that one. Okay. Some of these have been out for hundreds of years or more. Well, you know, yeah. I have a lot of things to do. I don't always have time to run by the halls of Tarakas, and I'll gladly play the fine. Uh, incantations from Alakazam to Zubilizu. Oh, yes, I do have that one. I'm okay. sorry. That's just a scroll. Yeah, it's just a scroll. Uh, if With 26 f- spells on it, big deal. <laughs> you can keep what's it. What's the it's second? Sc- what's the second one? Alakazam, Zubilizu. <laughs> no, that's the last Zubilizu, one. Zubilizu is the last in, one. Assuming that they're in alphabetical order, what is the second one? Bobbity boop. Bobbity boop. Yeah. Chunt is not a full magical creature as I am. It is Bibbity, <laughs> Bobbity, Abu. Oh. Come see the brighter side of Sears. <laughs> <laughs> That's mostly to turn uh, gourds into writing devices. Yes, exactly. Uh, you can't change it back. Think before you spell. Do you have that one? I lost that one, actually. All right, crossing I, it off. I took it, I took it when I... Uh, I turned my friend uh, Harrison into a uh, bookcase. 
So wait, wait, let me get this straight. But then I turned the book into Harrison and it was all fine. So Usador, let me get this straight. You borrowed a book from the library called You Can't Take It Back and lost it. And now you can't take it back. That's right. (laughs) It's irony in action. Um, uh, Leaky wands and other telltale signs of WD. Wizard dysfunction. Um, it was far from. You took that book out, so. So you're a depressed wizard? Yes, yes, that is my. Lots of self help here. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, day. you are uh, Usador the Blue. Yes, I'm Usador the Blue. That is one of my many names. Uh, Spin Tax, the unauthorized biography. Oh, yes. That whiz turd Spin Tax. Spin Tax the Green, who thinks he's so great. All he did was dissolve the wall of fire. Um, handmaidens of Blurf? Nope. Never heard you of it. You don't have Handmaidens Definitely of Blurf. Definitely not. I think that's a mistake. What about Handmaidens of Blurf, nope. Felicia's erotic journey? Nope. Uh, it's a mistake. Do you Cross have Handmaidens of Blurf, the Dragoncock Chronicles? That, whoa. That one I have. Okay. Wait, what was this last part? I don't know. Handmaidens of Blurf, the Dragoncock Chronicles. The Dragoncock Chronicles. It's the final chapter in uh, the long series of Handmaidens of Blurf. And uh, Eat, Pray, Love, do you have that one? I am loving it. Okay. Eat, Pray, Love is about... I'm reading it, and I feel like I am a new wizard. It makes me want to go on a trip to, like, Hawaii. Yes. To where? Hawaii. Oh, that's right. There's an island... Where Glenn uh, Miller's from. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so yes, that's a book about a mother uh, wolf training her, uh, her pup to uh, eat its prey and love it. <laughs> oh, so it's much... inspiring. There's so much... If you're a new listener, there's so much child death in Foon. So much child death in Foon. I don't want to talk about Foon stuff. <laughs> oh. But I guess I have to. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. 
If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores, like Urban Outfitters, Fenty Beauty, and Expedia, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Store pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cashback. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Uh, so, you know what, real quick, uh, I, it seems like uh, we've gotten a, a lot of... Can I get on your phone? No, no, Chun, I'm sorry. Uh, you've already used your hour of screen time. Uh... I'm uh, the Wi-Fi from the Burger King is not as great as I thought it might be, uh, but I, I'm getting notifications that we're getting a lot of emails, and uh, I guess we'll get that to, to that in a second. But actually, maybe let's first, while I get those emails, let's take a quick break. Uh, and uh, normally we have a sponsor that sponsors uh, the podcast of the Vermilion Minotaur uh, or Bungaree Chubbins, uh, a local uh, owner of. Um, Chamber the pot? chamber pot maker. Uh, but we have a new sponsor this week, and uh, uh, I'm not a big fan of the sponsor, but I'm going to seed the podcast for a few minutes for our sponsor. Uh, go ahead and take it away, guys. Hi, everybody. If you are hungry and it's late at night in Foon, why don't you stop by Choo Choo's Chow? Choo Choo's Chow is a late night diner owned by myself and Usador the Blue. And we're uh, located in the hovering cabin above the purple bog. And you, uh, sir, why don't you tell us some of the uh, menu yes. items at uh, Choo Choo's Chow? Oh, prepare for the succulent delights that you never knew could dance upon your palate. Oh, such delicious dishes as pork skull. Pork what? Pork skull. Sundered beef. Green beans and grubs. Saturday morning surprise. And just for our listeners out there, can you go ahead and tell us the uh, ingredients and preparation for Saturday morning surprise? In Saturday morning surprise, you take all of the delicious meals that were eaten on Friday evening. You scrape the plates off into a casserole dish. You fill that casserole dish with delicious mayonnaise. Then you use only the finest liver pate to fill that dish to the top. Bake it for four minutes on 6,000. Then take the blackened squares of that casserole, serve them to your most hated enemies, and watch them slowly wither into a pile of nothing. That's Choo Choo's Chow, located in the haunted shack, hovering above the purple bog. Uh, come see me, uh, and you can see the sign of the pizza skull, and also uh, Pimbley Nimblebottom will be behind the counter if you want to swing by. Tell them Slippery sent you. All right, thank you to Choo Choo's Chow, our sponsor for this episode. All right, I have an email here. Uh, well, I think some of the people thank in the tavern... You. Some of the people in the tavern are tepidly clapping. <laughs> That sounds good, by the way. I'd, I'm always looking for a good farm-to-table place. Yes. <laughs> yes, everything is locally sourced. 
Well, that, because what else would you do? <laughs> do you have on earth, do you have tepid applause? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Does Smash Mouth Garner tepid applause? <laughs> yes. Yes. Usually. Uh, uh, so, hey, we have uh, an email here to Magic Tavern at puppies.supplies. Uh, this one is from Sir Bump, who asks boxers or briefs? Boxers. As a librarian, I prefer briefs. And I just have sort of a natural, like a coating. Yeah, you're just covered in fur. Uh, were you, were you, oh, scholar, were you always a librarian? I am the scholar. I am forbidden to interfere in Foon's everyday activities. I have no memory of who I was before I was the scholar. Oh, how interesting. When I became the scholar, I turned in my name, my memories, and my face. And your face? Yes. Whose face is this? It's someone else's. (laughs) My face is kept in a jar by the door. Oh. Oh. I I always wondered what that was. Do Do you ever go to listen to a prophecy and you're like, oh, face jar. <laughs> Supposedly, if I open the face jar, I will immediately turn to flame. Oh. oh. Though that might just be something that the management tells me in order to not look at that. Sure. When my job is done as the scholar, I will return to my previous name, my previous life, and be given my memories back. But you have been the scholar as far as long as I can remember. Yes, for hundreds of years. Well, well uh, everyone you know is going to be dead. Well, bummer. Thank you, Usador. Yeah. I just don't know if this is the right career path for you. Maybe you haven't thought this through completely. Scholar, can I... I know... Um, it's something to consider. I know you've, you've had your memories taken, but since you've started anew as the scholar, who would you consider your best friend? And, and know that the term best friends carries some heft. There's some heft and weight to that. Well, when Spintax comes into the stacks, he's, oh, he's a real card. That guy's he amazing. can really brighten my day. He's amazing. Yes. Yes, he's fine. He's a lot of fun, yes. Uh, I have a, we, uh, along those lines, I have an email from Sean McCoy who asks, who is Chunt's best friend? Who is your best friend, Chunt? Here we go. Best friend all time. Hit me. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> This should be the kind of thing that you know. Best, hold on. Best friend of all time. So you know that I'm your 25th best friend, definitively. That's, I mean, that's... But who's number one? That one oh, is a lock. Yeah, I have 26 friends, and one I hate. Um, I mean... Could it, it might also be Otak Barleyfoot, the owner of the Vermilion he's, Minotaur? He's pretty great. I like, I mean, I love my poppy. My poppy, my daddy. Um, so he For might, those who don't know... Chunt's father is a hunger ghost. <laughs> yes. Yeah, my poppy's a hunger ghost. Um, it might. I mean, honestly, Usador might be my best friend. Like he's <laughs> suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have cheers on Earth? In Foon, we, we clink tankards and we say cheers. Yeah, we have that on Earth. Sometimes you want to go. Everybody knows your name. Cheers. Look, cheers. I know. Cheers. Guys, I know you didn't think that was funny, but people on Earth are loving that joke. Nope. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair my best enough. friend is a uh, my best friend is a map I have of Foon. I like to consider Aww. myself a Foon buff. 
but other people consider me a buffoon. Aww. I, I for one, would like to say that I consider you my friend. And as a good friend, wouldn't you like to waive my late fees? My hands are tied, Usador. Scholar, would you like to... Come to the choo-choo's child for some Saturday morning surprise. Scholar, Uh, would you like to be my 25th best friend? Oh, that would be an honor. Thank you. I'll have to bump someone, but that would be... Well, that's natural. Yes, that's fine. Well, consider it done. That's a great place to be. That's a a pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to turn to the internet to be my friend. Uh, And Laura Hall asks, what has been the most enjoyable form for Chunt to obtain, if you know what I mean? And I think you do. I mean, I got to say, being a badger is pretty comfy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've I've really enjoyed that. Um, When I was a bear, that felt pretty good just because um, I'd go... get a like a itch on my back and just go up against trees and rub my back and stuff uh, and like sometimes you know uh have you ever seen like <laughs> do you have toilet paper on earth <laughs> yes yes okay first of all yes we do have toilet paper on earth and second this is the first i've heard that we have toilet paper on foon so and i've been here for what, half I, what I've have you here, been doing I've what been have been you been using a year I've I use an medieval, old scroll. I've been in this medieval world for half a year, and no one has told me that there's toilet paper. So, like, when I was a bear, and I would, like, I would, like, rub my back and, like, you know, up against trees, and then I'd find some toilet paper, and people would see me using toilet paper, and would be like, that's charming, or char- uh, They'd say it's either charming or charming. I can't remember. Oh. <laughs> Bears are famous for their love of toilet paper. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I got to say? People on Earth are hating that joke. We'll never know. Arnold. Yes. How are you taking care of your commode cleanliness? Well, what are you I, using to wipe? I've mostly been going outside. Uh, there's sort of that creek that goes behind the Vermilion Minotaur. I've been sort of trying to, to go in, in there. Uh, usually. We have a bathroom. <laughs> Look, I've been here for six months. This is the first time anyone has told me that there's a bathroom here. You're a mess. You didn't look for one, or I assumed it's like a it's like an old timey world. I, like there's no modern maybe the condi- symbols for bathroom in our world are not the same as the ones in your world, so you're confused. What ah, are the symbols yes. for the bathrooms here? Well, very simply, uh, the male restroom is represented by the horse stabbing a duck. <laughs> and and what is the the symbol for a female bathroom? It's like a woman with a skirt. You can tell it's... <laughs> Is that where you've been going? It's pretty apparent. Uh, uh, okay, I do want to do a couple more quick questions here. Pamela Mullins asks, how many buttholes do you have today, Chunt? Today, and for a while I've had two, uh, due to me, I, I wished upon a great blue tiger. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. They're bones, and I wish for two. I've been a little stuck with two, so <laughs> one day we'll get that, that uh, triumvirate. Uh, here's another one. Uh, can Chunt, like all badgers, turn around inside his own skin to attack his attackers where they have attacked him through his own skin? i got to read that what? again. 
can shunt like all badgers, turn around inside his own skin to attack his attackers where they have Earth attacked him through his own skin. Is this a palindrome? Michael. Well, yes, that, that reads the same way backwards and forwards. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Michael Buffington. Worst. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> What's going on in your life, man? What are you... <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> he's, yeah, he's on more glorb. Uh, can I turn inside myself? I cannot turn inside myself. I am not an inside-outer like Mike. Um, open Mike is our, our, fam- our well-known inside-outer. Uh, yeah, I mostly just eat grubs, uh, spiced potatoes, or some people call them spiss potatoes. Um, but I cannot turn inside myself. Uh, Kevin McGuire asks, Hello, we arrived late. What was the wizard's name again? I am Usador, <laughs> wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great... Hulls the Tarakas! The elves know me as Fiang Yalak. The dwarves know me as Zonan and Hukstangis. And I am known in the Northeast as Gasmanius Maystar. And believe me, friends, I have names so secret, so powerful, that if they were buried in the earth, the earth would crack and turn to a volcano, and the names would spew forth and burn your families and your friends until naught was left but cinders. Hey, scholar, um, what, what name did Usador check those books out under? Um, Hank. Hank. <laughs> Yes. So is the first guest. It's always the first guest. It's always the first guest. Well, Scholar, thank you so... It was pretty easy to track him down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you will come back again the next time you're in Hog's Face. Yes, if I still am the Scholar. Oh. Oh. I wonder if we'll know you if you return with a different face. Oh, it reminds me. I have a prophecy I was supposed to deliver. Oh. The Dark Lord will be defeated when two knees come together. That is all. I must go. My, two so knees? long. My name is Arnie Kneecamp. <gasps> yes, we've commented on what a stupid name it is several times. Why don't you shorten it to Arnie Camp? Here, there's something. Stay <laughs> away from my phone. Yes, I want Kins- it next. Kinsley Angumalo asks, what is in the bottle on the wizard's waist? Well, yeah. It is empty. Simple as that. Simple as that. There you go. Fair enough. What? Can I turn inside myself? Can I turn inside? My, can you turn inside yourself? Easy, chunt. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, what do you... I know, I know. I'm on your side. I mean, I just... I mean, there's questions, uh, and then there's questions... And uh, look, I know, Chunt, that I'm only your 25th best friend. 26 th- now. The 26. scholar's my 25th. But thank Down you. the spiral he goes. Thank you for doing this show with me every week because, um, and especially this week because I'm a little, I'm especially down because today oh. is actually my, my wedding anniversary and I miss my wife very much and I, I know she probably doesn't. Probably listen. ex-wife by now. <laughs> no, well. Good point. Do you, on earth, do you have moving on? <laughs> I just do you have pizza delivery men on earth or pool boys? Do you have pool boys on earth? I just look sometimes I can look out and I can see the dimensional rift 
just a little bit, and I can't get through it, but I can kind of see the stars on earth, and it makes me think of my wife, Sarah, and, and hope that she's out there somewhere, maybe near the Burger King, thinking of me. Somewhere out there. What's happening? Beneath Earth's pale moonlight, my wife's thinking of me. He can't really sing. And missing me tonight. Somebody once told me the world is gonna owe me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with a finger and a thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. I love you, Sarah, wherever you are, and I, I know you can't hear me, but happy anniversary, and hopefully I can get home sometime soon. What's that? Yeah, I'll have a Whopper, fries, and a Coke. Thank you. Let's, let's have another drink, Chun. Who, what are you, who are you looking at? Yeah, what do you see up there? Well, that was a delightful bit of stagecraft. But don't worry, it was in no way concrete evidence that your reality is not the only one in the wider multiverse. Please don't contact your government and scientists alerting them to look deeper into this discovery. Mucking around in trans-dimensional technology would only weaken all realities. Or it would if it were real, which it's so not. Usador the Blue isn't a real wizard, but was just Matt Young, who is a real actor, if you ignore the day job. Chunt the Talking Badger was played by Adel Rafai. The Scholar was played by special guest Craig Kakowski. You may know Craig from the podcast The Thrilling Adventure Hour and Paul F. Tompkins' Spontanea Nation. He's also on Drunk History, currently in its third season on Comedy Central. Arnie's wife Sarah was played by Arnie's real wife Sarah Marr. And this really is their anniversary. So, congratulations to them, but why did they have to drag all of us into it? It's weird, right? Were there other special guests in the show? Who can say? I pre-recorded all of this days ago, so cut me some slack, XOXO Festival. Some of us didn't get to take the trip to lovely Portland, even though we're a fairly critical part of the entire operation. It would be great if I got at least a t-shirt or something. Well, it would be great if I got a t-shirt if I were real, which I'm not. Forget any of this ever happened. Thank you to both Andes. Go back to your festival-enjoying lives as if this was a crudely improvised collection of make-em-ups, which it was. Good night, Portland. And please, someone get me Merlin Man's autograph. Oh, and before you... Hi, this is Trisha again. As always, the podcast was produced by Evan Jacover and Ryan DeGiorgi, and this one was edited by Ryan DeGiorgi. And it was sponsored by Iron Galaxy with the help from the Chicago Podcast Co-op. Check out Iron Galaxy's Capsule Force at CapsuleForce.com and learn more about the Chicago Podcast Co-op at ChicagoPodcastCoop.com. I think that's it. Um, shh. 
I, I, I heard you. Yes, stop. Stop it. Go away. Stop talking to me, Lucy. You're dead. No one can hear you. <clears throat> um, thank you for listening. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients. Popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.